Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I am joined today uh, continuing our huge convention update, which is coming to you in August. There's a wide variety of speakers, very successful people who are going to help you learn how to build a successful business. And I got on the line my friend who I've known for a couple of years now named Jason Evers. He's actually been on the podcast before. He's a pretty accomplished guy. He's an international business speaker. He's been to over 25 countries, gets paid a whole bunch of money to teach people stuff and motivate them and inspire them. But it all started 25 years ago when he started a window cleaning business, believe it or not, in Florida back in like 1993. Uh, He's grown that to be a large automated company, but he inspires other people and I'm pretty sure he's a hopeless romantic that enjoys long walks on the beach. I just had to throw that in there. Jason, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Josh. You're a man of your word. You said you were going to throw it in there, and uh, I didn't know if you would or not, but thank you for throwing that in there. Yeah, yeah, like pre-recording. I'm like, hey, I'm going to just introduce you as a hopeless romantic, joking around, but then I just I just did it, man, because I have a feeling you actually do enjoy long walks on the beach after sunset. Are you that kind of guy? You know it. You speak the truth, brother. You speak the truth. So talk to us about business. Talk to us about, number one, why people should consider coming to the huge convention and really what you're going to be teaching people at the huge convention. Yeah, well, you know, these, these conventions are, are just awesome. And if, if anyone's listened to this and you are kind of on the fence about whether you want to go or whether you don't want to go, whether it's going to be worth your time, if the value is going to be there, I will tell you that... I was the same way as some of the people that might be listening to this meeting. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to go. And I was kind of thinking, you know, hey, I was that entrepreneur. And this was years ago. You know, I've been in business 25 years. But years ago, I had this limiting belief thinking. uh, And I don't know, Josh, if you ever thought this way when you first started. But we kind of had the answer. and We know everything. And we're just going to make it happen. And why do I need to go and learn from somebody else when I'm doing things on my own? Oh, yeah. I I always say that I was, I, it's amazing to me how much smarter I was back when I was like 18 to 25 than I am now. <laughs> like I thought yeah. I was smarter and yeah. Uh, yeah, pain and suffering helps correct that type of thinking, at least for me. Yeah. Well, for me, it was, it was the same way. And I was just, you know, I, I was plugging along and I felt like I was doing everything right. And, uh, you know, luckily for me, I've got an older brother that I look up to. He's a pretty smart guy and has run very successful businesses himself. And he says, hey, I think we should go to this window cleaning convention. It's going to be awesome. You know, we're going to learn a lot. And uh, I kind of drag my feet. Finally, he says, listen, it's a chance for us to hang out and just and just go. Well, I can tell you that we didn't just hang out. I was busy networking, meeting new people. I was amazed by how many people um, have different strategies on how they do things. And I very, very quickly realized that my strategy wasn't the best strategy for me. You know, I met people like you, like Brandon Vaughn, um, like, uh, like sad. Wait a second. Wait a second. So are you trying to, are you trying to tell us that we can actually learn from people who are further ahead than us? And that's actually useful. 
You got to be kidding me. No, no. I mean, this is this is hot off the press, brother. I know I'm sharing stuff that no one's ever heard, and they're thinking this guy Jason is just out of the box. No, I'm not. I'm not mocking you. Like I'm mocking the person who still doesn't get it. Like it's still not going into their skull that hey, guess what? You don't have to blaze your own trail, right? Like there, there's processes. There's a path, right? There's a path to getting what you want that's already predefined, and you can figure it out yourself over the next decade and and beat yourself up or you can shortcut by learning from really people like you jason what do you think well i i agree 100 percent. i mean how you change is how you succeed if you keep doing the same thing over and over again you're going to keep getting the same results and if you're not growing you're dying and and i look at that way in life and in business and you know i decided to go to this convention and realistically had no expectations other than hanging out with my brother and like, Hey, it's a tax write off, you know, let's just go. And I believe that first one might've been in, you know, uh, uh, I think it was in California, the first one I ever went to. And so, you know, go to this and here's what happened. Walked in the door and realized, Oh my gosh, go to the trade show. There's all this new stuff out there. There's these new softwares that can save you time, save you money. They can schedule the jobs for you. And then I looked at it as, Oh my gosh, there's these networking, you know, uh, opportunities out here where you can, you can build your business. And then I'd walk over and I was like, what a new water fed pole. This thing is amazing. It's got this small filter. And then I walked over to the next booth and I bought something else. And I walked over to the next booth. By the time I left, I had put probably, I think over $7,000 on my credit card. My brother thought I was going crazy. Oh, that, and I also bought a website while I was there. So <laughs> it's just like, Josh, for an entrepreneur, it's, it's like Christmas morning. You know, when you wake up Christmas morning, you're like, oh my gosh, what am I going to open up next? And I felt that way walking, you know, booth to booth, amazing. And then just sitting in a networking event, getting gold nuggets, not even to mention, you know, the keynote speakers and all the information you learn in every single session. So if anyone's listened to this, I say invest in yourself first and everything else starts to flow. I mean, you know, for the price of admission, oh my goodness, if you didn't quadruple, you know, quintuplet, whatever, you put the number on it, your business, if you sit there, you pay attention and you just embrace you know, everything around you. It's, it's, it's amazing. Can you tell that I'm excited about it? I, I can tell it's, there's a slight, you know, tone to your voice. No, of course I can tell. And because it's true. And I had this, the same experience as well. It's, and because home service companies is such a niche type of thing, it's really, really cool to meet people who are doing the same thing that you're doing every day and to have lunch with them and to hang out with them and to be around your people. It's just a unique experience. And the next thing I wanted to, to ask you about was, really what you're going to be teaching on specifically, which I know like the title of your presentation is fire yourself so you can hire yourself, which is really clever title. What do you mean by that? And give us a little bit of a juicy insight into what you're going to be teaching. Yeah. Well, so, you know, just, just to give you an idea why I came up with that title, fire yourself to hire yourself. And I can't take total credit for it. Uh, a good buddy of mine, and he's actually a coach that uh, works with me in my, um, my eye coaching and consulting business that I have. Uh, he came up with it. We were sitting there talking. And I said, I got to come up with this clever title. And then he asked me, what was I going to be speaking about? And I said, you know, I'm going to be speaking about entrepreneurs that really call themselves entrepreneurs, but I believe they have a limiting mindset. And realistically, they're running they're you know, they have a job and they look at it like I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an entrepreneur. But if you if you have to wake up every morning and you have to have a squeegee in your hand or a pressure washer in your hand to generate any revenue, then realistically, you have a job. And, uh, and I said, but you know, these guys that, that I'm going to be talking to a lot of them, you know, are proud to say that they, 
that they hold that squeegee and they're proud to say, uh, you know, with, with, you know, they almost stand up like a gorilla in the, in the jungle, you know, just banging on their chest saying, I'm proud to be the only person. Nobody's better than me. I have to go out there and wash the windows. I have to pressure wash that roof. I, I'm the only one who can do it. And realistically, what they've done is they've created a job for themselves, meaning if you have to trade hours for dollars, you will never run a successful business because if, if you're in the hospital bed, God forbid, or something happens, you got to take care of your family. You don't have a business that runs. And I don't classify that as an entrepreneur. I classify as someone who's running a job. Now you might make a little bit more than you would if you were working for somebody else, but you know, Josh, you know, I know that you've coached and consulted for a long time. And it's funny how, when we break down the numbers based on how many hours you actually put in, they'd be better off working for somebody. They'd be better off working for somebody else. <laughs> it's true because people, what, what, what happens when I talk to people that are, you know, self-employed or just have their own job, not, not that that's bad. I mean, you can start there, but you don't want to get stuck there for 20 years. I promise you, especially with the people I work with that are older. And then they have this light bulb go off later in life and they start to panic because now they've, the last 20 years are gone and they haven't even started the process of scaling or building a team or any of that stuff. But when you break down the numbers, um, they don't count the full like built out cost of their time at all. So for example, they'll go make a hundred dollars an hour on a job. So they'll, they'll, they'll make $500 and work five hours that day, but they're not counting their fuel, their drive time. They're not counting the, the full eight hours a day before they're passing out flyers or knocking on doors. They're not counting the office work or the time that they're on their computer until midnight doing bookkeeping or whatever. When you average in all the actual hours doing actual business-related tasks, a lot of times they make significantly less than they would if they worked a job. I mean, I've worked with people that literally were making less than minimum wage when you when you calculate the the total hours that they're working, which is super depressing, by the way. Oh, but yeah. uh, so you've you've seen that as well in your. Well, you know, uh, you know, not only have I seen it on my end, but I've seen it like you know, you mentioned you know that I've been to twenty five plus countries. You know, I lost track. You know, sometimes if I can't sleep at night, I try to count the countries that I've been in the last five years, and uh, and I'm around twenty five to twenty seven is is the mark, and. The reason why I share that is because in 25 different countries all around the world that I have trained, coached, and consulted with companies, I have found that they all struggle from the same thing. It's this limiting belief. It's, it's holding them back from having the, you know, having the life that they desire, to having the freedom, the financial freedom to spend more time with your family, to run a business. And not only this, if you're out there and you're doing all the work and you're the one, you know, if you're a carpenter and you're the one, you know, hammering the nail. How do you grow? How do you expand? I mean, you know, I was able to travel and speak in all these different countries and do what I was passionate about, which was speaking. You know, I started my window cleaning business as just kind of a mean to pay some bills. And then it became a business. I truly enjoyed it. Met some amazing people, uh, learned how to become an entrepreneur, but it gave me the freedom to do what I want. And so the people that are listening to this right now, you know, what is it that you want to do? If you want to expand, what if you have a window and pressure washing business and you're thinking about starting a carpet cleaning business or you're thinking about adding on lawn care, if you're thinking about adding on tile and grout cleaning, if you're thinking about, you know, adding on, you know, any other services that can help generate you revenue and you've already built one, why not build another and another and another? And, and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't that difficult to do? When you're swinging the hammer, when you're the one holding the squeegee, when you're the one pressure washing, it's almost impossible. Not saying it's impossible, but it's very unlikely that they're going to have two successful businesses running side by side. Yeah, in a way, it's just mathematical because every individual has a certain amount of capacity. But in in the favor of the, the little guy fighting the good fight who does have his own business, usually the capacity of the founder, you know, the guy who has the hammer in his hand, 
is is much higher than like maybe the employees are higher, but there still is a ceiling to it, and it's not that high of a ceiling. And uh, you know, even if everything goes perfect and you don't get sick and the weather's perfect, there's still this pretty small uh, maximum capacity. So you know, mathematically, logically, and just it's self evident to me you're going to hit that ceiling and then what? Right. And, and it's just risky, man. Like I have uh there's a guy that was in the automate grow sell bootcamp that recently he bought it. I think he invested in the bootcamp, like maybe a year and a half ago, you know, ish. And he started systemizing things. He started putting some documentation in place. He went through all the material. He was active in the group and he actually had a tragic accident and he got really, really, really hurt. And he, he could not do his business anymore. And it wasn't a huge business, but he had put some things in place that during that year, that made him be able to sell his company. And when I when I hear that story, it's like emotional because what a huge deal just from that. But, you know, had he not, you know, thought bigger and started to kind of reverse engineer a real growth plan and stuff, he would have had literally nothing after he got hurt and injured. And that would have been just horrible. He's got kids and all that stuff. So, yes, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, well, we work so hard to, you know, to create something and, you know, we you know, we all, it's our baby, you know, you know, most of the people that are listening to this, you know, they're probably, you know, in that, in that range of 10 employees or less and they're, you're putting their heart, sweat, you know, and tears uh, into this. And a lot of them, like, you know, like, like myself and you, you know, we have our spouses that were, that were involved in this. And the last thing that we want to do is have something that either we can't sell or that can't run or generate us revenue. If, if God forbid anything happens to us. And, and this goes back to the, so the reason why I created the presentation based around fire yourself to hire yourself, because it's a limiting belief. It's a limiting belief when you say things like there's nobody that can do it like I can do it. If I could just clone myself, you know, these are limiting beliefs because there are great people out there. And I don't believe, you know, I was a good window cleaner. I was a good pressure washer. Yes, I worked hard and I got a lot done, but I guarantee I wasn't the best. There's people listening to this that could probably run circles around me. And there are employees out there and people out there that are willing to work and want to work. So we need to hire them. So that's why I say fire yourself to hire yourself is you want to look for somebody that has the work ethic as you and you, and you know, it's going to be a team player. And, you know, in my, in my talk, in my presentation, I'm going to lay it down there, how you can have all of that and give yourself the freedom to run a business that's successful because, you know, your, your, your one strategy, your one idea your one relationship away from just blowing up your business. Oh, that's so true, my brother. I appreciate your time. That is so epic. Everybody, I hope I can see you and meet you and shake your hand. And Jason, I'm sure, feels the same uh, in Atlanta for the huge convention. He's just one of many gifted people that are going to drop some value bombs on your head, give you a notebook full of notes. You can go home and crush it and uh, and just grow your business. And you'll have a lot of fun while you're there, too. Jason, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Hey, Josh, it was a pleasure. I can't wait to share the stage with you, my friend. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Woo, woo, fist bump. Mm, looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, bud. You too. See you, bro. Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I am joined by Rob Anderson of cleanpowerwash.com. He's one of those guys, maybe you can relate to this, where he had a business on the side for many years. In fact, his company is about a decade old. He's recently pivoted full-time, and he's having extraordinary results. In fact, he just had his first uh, above 50 dollar revenue month, which is a huge mental milestone. It's a big deal. Uh, and all of this has been done mainly through his expertise with social media and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and things like that. He's going to be one of the presenting speakers at the huge convention in August. I'm excited to briefly talk with Rob and see what's going on in his world. Rob, how are you? Thanks for joining me. I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me, Josh. Really excited about this and, and certainly the opportunity to be able to 
but be on the podcast and be able to speak at the huge convention. Yeah, it's such a such a cool thing, and you'll be able to help a lot of people who. Are- a lot of the people, <clears throat> excuse me, that come to the huge convention maybe aren't all the way full time yet, or maybe they are, but they're small and stuck, and they're going to look to someone like you to say, "Teach me, Rob. How did how did you do this? Right? I mean, how did and, and how did you do that? Can you give us a brief backstory on kind of the history of your company and what led to you having such a successful month? Absolutely. I mean, it's it, it all started. I mean, I had always, you know, I was cleaning with with pressure or using. Um, you know, chemicals from my local company that just weren't that great. And then um, I basically ended up going to a convention. I met Russ Johnson, who got me onto some good soaps and equipment and everything, and just opened me to a whole bunch of people that I'd be able to network with at these conventions and everything, which is why I really, you know, I've been a very vocal promoter on the YouTube channel and everything about people getting to conventions and learning. Um, You know, we basically went from doing 20 to 25,000 a year you know, me still working a full-time job and having friends, you know, do some of the work and me doing some of the work to, we doubled the last three years in a row and we're on pace to do it this fourth year. Um, and a, the biggest part of it is being able one to produce faster, but also being able to increase the amount of calls, um, and estimates and stuff. And it is just absolutely blown up. Yeah. A lot, a lot of other industry events seem like they really focus on the equipment, which is really fun, frankly, to check that out and nerd out Mm -hmm. on it. But what I think is cool about the huge convention is what you're talking about, which is the sales and marketing, the business systems, that type of stuff. A lot of people miss that. Obviously, you you went deep down the rabbit hole with that to generate this type of revenue. Can you speak to that for a few minutes and how important that is? Sure. Well, and that's the beauty of it is that with a, a big convention like the huge convention, you've got so many classes. So, you know, there was plenty of stuff for me when I went to my first one. And I was like pumped because I'd broken the $50,000 for the year level. And it was like, this is so amazing, you know, learning and meeting people. And then I went to, didn't miss the following year, made it down to New Orleans. And so the classes that I was looking at were a little different. You know, then I'm looking at how to do commercial bidding, how to go after bigger jobs or, or, you know, learning more on house wash pricing and plant protection and things. And um, I always loved it. Um, Jeremy Jennings taught a class and he was saying, you know, his, his big thing was as long as he knew how, and he was expert at marketing, he could figure out how to power wash later. You know, people always want to spend so much time, you know, figuring out which special pump and piece of equipment to get when it's like, well, it doesn't matter if you don't have customers, you've got to have plenty of customers. And then that gives you the options to be able to charge more, to make more money, you know, to, to be able to employ multiple people and make that leap. Yeah, I totally agree, man. So with your story, recently going full-time, uh, you've had to assemble a team too, I'm assuming, right? You, you didn't do $50,000 worth of stuff by yourself. Uh, what has that process been like? Uh, how did you find some rock stars to work alongside alongside you? Or are you going to be taking notes on some of the employee-related courses that are going to be, or sessions that'll be at the huge convention yourself? I don't think you can ever master getting a good team together. Um, you know, I was fortunate. One of the guys that works for me is a painter and, and he, you know, he liked the hustle. He liked to, you know, go work hard. And he's been with me for going into his third year right now. Um, being able to get somebody like him and then I've got a couple, I've got another guy that's been off and on with me for a couple of years. So they've been able to get trained, understand the systems and everything. I mean, last year, um, we did a little over 200,000 and I had three guys working for me most of the year. Um, now we just brought on three more, so we're at seven. Um, 
And it's just, it's, it's amazing because getting these guys in place and, and, you know, you never know if somebody's going to, to work out from the beginning. Uh, the big thing I tell for people to do is to, you know, find people that are not unemployed, but underemployed people like us that want to work extra hours that are going to be, you know, they've already got a job, you know, they just want to go make more money. So they're motivated more than somebody who, you know, isn't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> I always say the one thing you can't really train is hunger, right? I mean, people are either motivated or they're not. And that's been one of the, the tricky things recently that I see a lot of people complaining about online is, you know, nobody wants to work these days and everybody's lazy. And there's like, there's some elements, I guess, of trends towards that direction to some extent. But at the same time, I think we just got to level up and we got to be a company worth working for and going to the huge convention and listening to people like you and everybody else is, is a good step in that direction. So I guess my my main final question for you is what do you say to the guy who's on the fence? The guy who doesn't have a problem buying a thousand dollars worth of equipment, but can't wrap his head around or her head around, why would I spend money on a ticket to a convention and drive to Atlanta or fly to Atlanta? What would you say to them? How can you kick them in the butt and push them over the edge? It's, and I've done a couple of videos and some other groups and things about this, but I mean, at the end of the day, you can continue to spin your wheels um, you know, learning it on your own, you know, grinding, 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 or you can go and learn, you know, if you go to the convention and it costs you a thousand bucks and you, you find one thing that helps you increase your closing percentage by 2% or helps you bring in 10 more customers. You know, there's so much knowledge to be gained at the convention. It's just, it's unreal. I mean, that, that's how we've been able to learn things about how to do better at Facebook, how to be better, you know, having a YouTube presence from Keith Kalfas. I mean, that that's, you know, where I got a lot of stuff from him for, um, you know, being able to get that information and realize that, yeah, it's nice. One, one guy was like, well, I, you know, our bills in the winter are, are really tight. I need to, I need to go ahead and save for that. And, you know, what I would say is, yeah, by going to the convention, you're going to, you know, you spend that, that money, get there and you're going to come back and be able to ramp up whatever you were making. If you apply anything, just a one or two things from the convention that will help you make up way more money than what you would have, you know, by, by even being home for those two or three days. You know, we're going to make a big vacation and excited about that. So Yeah, that's awesome. And that's totally true. It's a good point. I mean, people just need to get their butts there. You got to show up. And the smartest investment you can make is in yourself. And it's not – It's first of all, it's fun. It's like a bizcation. Uh, but yes, you know, yeah. you're going to meet people like Rob who's going to be teaching about social media. Maybe to close this out, give us a, a couple little nuggets or pieces of insight when it comes to YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. You know, things change so quickly. A lot of uh, small businesses are just behind the eight ball with this stuff. You know, they're out there surviving. How important is social media and what are you going to be teaching uh, in your session? Well, I mean, the, the big thing, and just going back with, with the podcast here, um, you know, you don't interview that person every single day, a thousand times a day, but you get people that can continue to listen to that content, see that video, see those pictures by us posting it on social media. And by continuing to put out that content, people will, again, they'll get that branding. They'll get that trust. They'll, they'll grow to become familiar with you. Um, and I've referred to it a lot of times as inception marketing. Not everybody who sees your stuff on Facebook is ready to buy from you. But when they are ready to buy, you want to have had so many touches that they've already gotten to that point where they're familiar with you and they already know they're going to trust you. 
and really it's just a matter of coming up with a price um, that they don't think is out of this world, you know, and, and with Facebook, I mean, the other big thing on there is I, I see so many people that get caught up in salesy gimmicks in order to get it to work. And we don't use any ads. We don't run special offers. I know that if I ran special offers, we'd probably get some more customers out of it. Uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but you have to, you have to care and you have to interact and engage and put out content in order for it to work. Um, and I talk with other social media people too, that you just, you have to, you have to put in that effort. You know, you can't just expect it to just, uh, magically create leads and, you know, you just plop some dirt seeds and, and fertilizer and all of a sudden a, an apple tree is going to grow up overnight. Now it, it takes a little time. You know, we're spending less on Facebook right now and making more than we have in previous years. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I guess it's like anything else. You want to play the long game instead of the short game. People are short-sighted sometimes. They're not patient enough. It's all about me, 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 me. I need money. Give me a customer today, right? And the people that really crush it and do what you're doing, Rob, uh, are a little bit more patient. They add a lot of value before they ask for value. It makes sense. I'm excited to meet you in Atlanta and and to shake your hand and see you. And uh, yeah, everybody, if you're thinking about coming, Stop thinking, start doing. Go to thehugeconvention.com. And Rob, thank you for taking some time to uh, talk to me today. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.